capturing images of people across China, exploring its ever-changing lifestyles and feeling the heartbeat of its villages, towns and cities. This is Selfie. This is Selfie. Giving you real-life stories in China. China, China, China. Hello and welcome to this edition of Selfie. I'm your host, Tony Reed. The Chinese capital, Beijing, accommodates more than 21 million permanent residents, which means that more than one out of a hundred Chinese people call this massive city home. Over the past several decades, the city has boomed, drawing people from all across the country to work in all walks of life. Young students seeking education at its famous colleges, well-educated white-collared workers pursuing careers in its shining office buildings, weather-beaten migrant workers sweating it out at its construction sites, Various kinds of ordinary Chinese people gather here to seek opportunities or just simply to live. Among them is a lesser-known group, fruit and vegetable wholesalers. While helping feed the megacity's population, the tens of thousands of small wholesalers and vendors have contributed to a prosperous produce market in southern Beijing, one of the largest of its kind in China. Now let's go with Yang Yong to get a glimpse of how the group manages their businesses and lives. Every morning, Mr. Tao, a resident in West Beijing, goes to a convenience store in his neighborhood to buy fruit and vegetables. This time, the 69-year-old retiree is buying spinach, celery, cabbages and cow peas, as well as some fruit. He pays 45 yuan, about 6 US dollars in total. It takes me about 10 minutes to walk here from my home. It's very convenient. Usually I come here to shop for vegetables for daily consumption, like cow peas, radishes and carrots. The vegetables sold here are of good quality and fresh. Recently I felt the prices have gone up a little bit, but it has not affected my life. In fact, the fresh quality vegetables that Mr. Cao and many of his fellow Beijing residents can get have mostly come from one particular place in the south of the city. Mei Kong Tao, owner of the convenience store the old man often visits, explains. We buy fruit and vegetables worth several thousand yuan each time we go to Xinfadi. It takes us some 20 minutes to get there. Usually we do it in the early morning, about 4 o'clock. You know, at that time, the road from urban Beijing to Xinfadi is congested with traffic, as retailers or head there to buy fruit and vegetables. Xinfadi literally means the newly developed place. About 15 kilometers from the city center, it's the largest wholesale produce market in Beijing. As we arrive at the sprawling marketplace, men and women move trucks and tricycles around amidst the mixed smell of fruits and vegetables. It's a bustling scene that people from urban areas wouldn't be used to. We look for a shaded area in this hustle and bustle as it's getting hotter under the scorching sun of an early afternoon. As we pass one intersection inside the huge enclosed market, a fruit store shaded by a big umbrella catches our attention. A man in a hat, cooling himself in the shade, nods to us. The man named Wang Da Guo is the owner of the store. He says he has rented the 30 square meter outdoor space to conduct his fruit business. 
He has paid forty thousand yuan for the right to use the space for three months, which means the rent amounts to over four hundred yuan a day. Sitting in the middle of boxes of oranges, the wholesaler tells us that each box, which weighs fifteen kilograms, sells for a hundred and fifty yuan. On average, he can sell sixty boxes of the fruit each day. This means the wholesaler earns hundreds of yuan profit every day after the rent and other costs are deducted. This sturdy, deep-tanned wholesaler says the money he now earns was unimaginable when he worked as a farmer in northeast China. Hailing from Wuchang City, Heilongjiang Province, Wang came to Beijing over a decade ago to try his luck as he couldn't support his family by farming. Teaming up with four of his friends, the aspiring young man began his wholesale fruit business in 2007. But things didn't go well in the beginning. At first, I knew nothing about the fruit business. It was by working with my friends that I jumped into this business. I remember that two weeks before the Spring Festival. We bought a batch of fruit, but we hadn't sold it two weeks after the festival. As a result, we had to dramatically cut the price to sell as much as we could to avoid a total loss. Wang says he lost ten thousand yuan in his first failed attempt at the fruit business, but with no other better jobs available, the self-made businessman persevered. Now, with hard-won experiences and business skills. Wang and his partners are well on track with their dealings. Wang says his partners are currently scouting for quality oranges in South China, while he sits in Beijing selling the goods. The naval oranges are produced in Jiangxi, Hubei, Hunan, and Sichuan provinces. I and my partners usually go to the source regions to buy them from the orange growers. We have to be careful to select oranges of good quality, so that we can make good sales later. As to how many truckloads we buy at the source regions, we determine that according to market demands. Sometimes, when the oranges sell very well, we arrange truckloads of the fruit to come here every day. During our short talk with Wang, only one man came to his store to inquire about the fruit, and then left without buying anything. Wang says his busiest hours are from midnight to five in the early morning, when crowds of retailers flock to the Xinfadi Market from urban Beijing. Starting to feel sleepy, the wholesaler says he will soon close his store and go to bed at five in the afternoon. Though the business is hard, Wang says he will stay in it for as long as he can. I have been doing business here for more than ten years. I will miss this place if I leave. Xinfadi offers us a place to do business, which can support my family's life. If I leave here and return to my home village, I will only be able to do my farming job. How much would I earn then? Ten to twenty thousand yuan a year at most. Here, I can support my whole family with my fruit business. The story of the wholesaler hailing from northeast China is not unique. 
thousands of other small business people like him are striving to make a living at the Xinfati produce market. About a hundred meters from the outdoor fruit store is a huge building harboring papaya wholesalers. As soon as we step into it, a smiling middle-aged woman standing behind the stacks of papayas mistakes us for fruit purchases and tries to get us to buy. After we identify ourselves, she shares a story with us. It's hard to earn money now. It's getting worse year by year. Now it's low season for the papaya business. In the high season of February and March, it will be better. Only giving her name as Ms. Wang, the wholesaler isn't happy with the current state of her business. She tells us that each box of eight papayas sells for 40 yuan, and the price has gone down slightly in September compared with August. For months, the wholesaler says she sells about 50 boxes a day at most, which makes it difficult for her to make much money. On top of that, an increasing rent for her indoor stand has eaten into her profit over the years. It was a little bit easier for our business in the beginning. We could earn more then. Now this stall costs us more than 200,000 yuan a year. Five or six years ago, the annual rent was less than 3,000 yuan. We can do nothing about the rent. Ms. Wang's store is nearly 20 square meters in size, which she shares with another papaya seller to reduce the burden of the rent. Like the orange seller Wang Daguo, Ms. Wang also migrated from a rural region to Beijing. Hailing from Sichuan province in southwest China, the papaya wholesaler came to Beijing in 2006, two years before the city hosted the 29th Summer Olympic Games. She first worked as an employee of other businesses. Having made some money, she then launched her own fruit business in 2009. While struggling to pay the increasing rent, Wang says the fruit she sells has a disadvantage, going off quickly. As a result, she has to try her best to sell them as quickly as possible. The papaya can only stay fresh for three to five days in summer. In winter, it can stay fresh for more than 10 days. Unlike other kinds of fruit, the papaya can't be put in the freezer. If you put it in the freezer, its peel will look on the peeling, sort of like it's damaged. It takes three days for the fruit to get from the source region of tropical Hainan province in South China to one store in the Xinfadi market. This means Wang has a very short window in which to sell her fruit before it rots. When we push her on how much she can earn, Wang just says that the delicate fruit business can support her family's life. Though the business hasn't made her a lot of money, the 51-year-old is generally satisfied. What I earn with the fruit business can just support our life. Being a small wholesaler offers you more freedom than working for other people. <laughs> Laughing heartily, the striving wholesaler says she is looking forward to retirement as her two children have grown up. While the wholesalers at Xin Fadi are mainly concerned with making money, it's fair to say that consumers are more concerned with food safety at the market. 
We'll see how the Shinfadi market deals with this issue. But first, let's take a short break. Stay tuned. Chinaplus.cri.cn is your home for everything you want to know about China. The latest news in China and everything China-related from around the world. Everything in focus, all in one place, bringing you vital information for your business and travel. Chinese culture, language learning, and more. Chinaplus.cri.cn. Chinaplus.cri.cn. Your portal into today's Middle Kingdom. The Beijing Hour. The Beijing Hour. The Beijing Hour brings you an hour of comprehensive news and information from both China, China, and the rest of the world. Rest of the world. A mix of news, sports, and entertainment. In-depth analysis of the day's big stories, as well as the most comprehensive business of the day. The Beijing Hour. The Beijing Hour. Your very own window to China and the rest of the world. You're listening to Selfie. Now Yang Yong tells us about the measures taken at Xinfadi to ensure food safety. Produce traded at the Xinfadi market fills about four fifths of Beijing's total demand for agricultural products. Each day, the fruits and vegetables traded through it amount to 38,000 tons. In other words, each Beijing resident consumes almost two kilograms of them on average. These statistics are provided by the Xinfadi Agricultural Products Wholesale Market Company, which operates as the regulator of the thousands of small wholesalers doing business in the huge market. The source regions of Xinfadi's fruits and vegetables are across the country, mainly Hebei and Shandong provinces in north and east China, as well as Hainan and Guangdong provinces in the south. According to the regulator, most of the vegetables and fruits arriving at the market have already got the source region certificates and testing reports for food safety. But still, many products come from small, scattered family farms, which can't provide these documents. For these products, Xinfadi has on-the-spot quality testing. Take the vegetables for example. Fast-track quality checks must be passed for unchecked volumes before they enter the vegetable submarket at Xinfadi. Testing stations are set up at each of the four gates of the submarket. It usually takes less than half an hour for the test results to come out. Miss Zhou is among several wholesalers who have been waiting for the test reports of their vegetable samples at one of the testing stations. The testing is to see whether there are pesticide residues in them. We must be responsible for the safety of our goods. We have to get the test report before we can sell our vegetables to others. At the moment, a thousand vegetable samples are being tested on the spot at Xinfadi, according to the regulator of the market. To better monitor the quality of the produce, the regulator says the wholesale market will upgrade its centralized testing lab and link it with its franchised production bases around the country. By doing this, the regulator hopes to increase the efficiency of the food safety checks, which in turn should smooth the trade of the great volume of goods at Xinfadi. Indeed, many Beijing residents seem to be happy with the produce traveling through Xinfadi to their kitchens, like the retiree we've met at the convenience store in West Beijing.
With more advanced food safety checks promised by the market regulator, it's expected that consumers in the Chinese capital will be able to access even better fruits, vegetables, and other farm products. We're going to take another break. After that, we'll take an overall view of the Xinfadi market and how it's been upgrading itself in recent years. Stay tuned. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Roundtable. Coming to you live from Beijing. From Beijing. Roundtable. 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 Connecting China and the world. We bring you fun and timely discussions about what's affecting our lives everywhere, every day. Tune in to Roundtable, where the East meets the West, and understanding is the goal. Studio Plus, a feast of news, culture, and views. All right, let's go. Tune in to meet some fascinating people. Share their stories. China is one of the great creative countries. Old Beijing style. Exclusively Chinese musicals. Studio Plus. Something fresh. Then add in your mushrooms. Something fun. Something more. Studio Plus. Studio Plus. You're listening to Selfie. Now Yang Yong takes us through a brief history of the famed Xinfadi market. The Xinfadi produce market dates back to 1988, ten years after China began its market-oriented reforms and opening up, diverging from a planned economic system. At the time, local officials designated one hectare of the Xinfadi village in the southern suburb of Beijing as a marketplace for private vegetable traders. The traders had already gathered there to tap into the initial market opportunities created by the country's reforms and opening up. Since then, the Xinfadi market has ballooned, benefiting both from the rapid growth of the economy of the country and the urban development of Beijing itself. At its peak in the first decade of the 21st century, the market teemed with more than 10,000 private wholesalers trading all kinds of agro-products from around the country. In what the regulator of the market says to better serve the wholesalers, the booming market has been undergoing a facelift in recent years, and part of its functions moved to the neighboring Hebei province. Zhang Yueling is general manager of the Xinfadi Agricultural Products Wholesale Market Company. The company also acts as the regulator of the traders operating at the marketplace. Zhang Yueling says new modern buildings are being built to accommodate the small wholesalers who are mostly operating outdoors. He adds that a huge permanent building for vegetable trading is about to be finished and will be put into use in 2020. Zhang says, in a matter of years, all trading activities will be moved indoors. Some 40% of the market's total, 112 hectares, will be built with multi-story buildings, into which huge lorries can drive to unload the goods. The rest of the land will be planted with grass and trees, according to Zhang. Meanwhile, the market regulator has arranged many of its wholesalers to move to Hebei Province, Beijing's southern neighbor. The Hebei branch of the market is about an hour and a half's drive from Beijing. 
Put into operations four years ago, the Hebei market covers nearly 140 hectares of land, much larger than the Beijing market. The regulator of the Hebei market says four in five of its wholesalers have relocated from Beijing. The storage costs in Hebei have helped cut the total costs by roughly 30% for small business people, some of whom struggle with rising rent in the Beijing market. As a result, the number of wholesalers in the original Xinfadi market declined from a peak of 10,000 to the current 4,000. Calling the small wholesalers still in the Beijing market his customers, Zhang Yueling says his company will come up with better service while maintaining regulation on their business behavior. Our objective is to let our customers make money while developing our market. With this objective in mind, we have made efforts to support the customers, so our market has been growing bigger and bigger. As one example of the support, John says his company offers 10 to 20 percent of the rent for selected well-behaved wholesalers each year. Meanwhile, e-commerce is another priority for the Beijing market. Since 2013, e-commerce companies have opened branches at Xinfadi to do business. I think e-commerce is a key growing point for the development of our produce market. Youluguo is one of the growing numbers of e-commerce fruit companies at Xinfadi. Bo Yiwen, a manager of Youluguo, says bringing the fruit business online means cheaper goods. For the end customer, the price of fruits sold at our online store is cheaper than that offered at a physical supermarket or fruit store. The reason we can cut the price and ensure the quality is that we have established a good supply chain. Otherwise, it will be very difficult for us. Headquartered at the Beijing Xinfadi Market, the e-commerce company says it earned a billion yuan in 2018. It owns some 700 hectares of farms producing organic fruit as far south as Guangdong Province and as far west as the Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region. Meanwhile, its freezing facilities can handle 30,000 tons of fruit at one time, ensuring the freshness of this perishable good. Zhang Yueling, also deputy head of the Association of Chinese Produce Markets, says the Xinfadi market will cultivate more e-commerce entities like Youluguo. Thanks in part to the growing e-commerce, almost 17 million tons of various kinds of farm products were traded at the Beijing market in 2018. The trade volume was worth 108 billion yuan or 15 billion US dollars, comprising nearly 4% of the total GDP of the Chinese capital of the same year. As we are about to end our reporting trip and leave Xinfadi, we come across a truck parked just outside the south gate of the market. A thin man in t-shirt and shorts approaches us, asking if we are reporters while casting his eyes to our recording devices. After we say yes and ask him what he is doing here, the young man says he is the driver of the parked truck loaded with mandarin oranges. And he's waiting for passing through checks before going inside. 
He only gives his name as Mr. Wang and says he has been in the long-distance transport business for more than ten years. In my truck are eighteen tons of mandarin oranges. I studied from Fuzhou in South China for more than a decade. I have been transporting fruit and vegetables all across the country. The city of Fuzhou in Jiangxi Province is a major production base of mandarins. Some 1,500 kilometers to the south of Beijing, to finish the trip, Wang says he has traveled for a whole day and night. Day and night, the expressway leading to South China, right beside the Xinfadi Market, is streaming with traffic, and much of it is essential for the lives of tens of millions of men, women, and children living in Beijing. Thanks, Yang Yong. With that, we conclude this edition of Selfie. We really hope you enjoyed it. For more, you can log on to our website, ChinaPlus.CRI.CN. From our producer Yin Shouqi, this is Tony Reid. Bye for now.